Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it perfect two-in-one for me. Totally, the scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's whole press cacay oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, Mm-mm-mm. sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code MASCARA10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code MASCARA10 for 10% off. You know what you're listening to? A podcast for bold women. We forgot to talk about that. It's Fat Mascara. I'm Jen. Oh, I'm Jess. Yeah, we were excited to say that we were part of iTunes's Bold Women collection. You know who else was one of the other bold women? Was it Oprah? It was. And like Katie Couric and Anna Faris. Mm-hmm. You know, and us. No biggie. No bigs. Anyway, it's Fat Mascara. Here we are. What are we going to talk about? Beauty stuff, right? First up, we're going to report on the state of indie fragrance. Then, cool sculpting. <laughs> just in time for spring. That was so Oprah of you. Continue. Does it work? I just went and tried on shorts, so I'm going to tell you. Okay. I'm, I'm invested right now. And then finally, from the Fat Mascara fan page, I've plucked a question and we're going to do a deep dive. Mm-hmm. How do you break out of beauty rut? Oh, it's so timely right now. End mm-hmm. of winter. Let's let's I get know. into that. Let's zhuzh it up. And lastly, we'll talk to Jen's derm of choice, Dr. Heidi Waldorf. Jen, I was so honored. <laughs> what happened? The Fragrance Foundation asked me and you to be <laughs> judges uh, to judge the indie fragrance section 
of the Fragrance Foundation's 2018 awards. I mean, this is a big deal. They're going to announce the winners at Lincoln Center, assuming they didn't change the venue, in June. Yeah, it was really cool. So every year they pull together about like between 30 and 50 of the top indie fragrances of the year, and then a whole panel of judges. Other There were perfumers there. There were people in the fragrance industry, journalists like us. Girl, we sniffed our way through like... A lot of perfume. It, there were so well, there were. I shouldn't say there's so many. There was an edited selection, but yes. quite a few. There, I think it was like 35. I, I lost count, but we were going around this huge conference table. First of all, they were lined up. So the the organization. I have to tip my hat to the Fragrance Foundation. It was like so methodical. All of the fragrances were lined up. They each had their little description, uh, you know, little stacks of blotters. And we went around like we were detectives, sniffing, sniffing, sniffing. You, you could hear a pin drop in the room. You know, we saw other experts in the room. We saw Jane Larkworthy. We exchanged a nod. Yeah. We saw each Everybody other. Everybody was doing their own thing. Yes. I remember at one point, Jess, like, pulls me aside and whispers, she's like, look what that's, that guy's doing. He mm-hmm. must have been a perfumer. Oh, he's so funny. He had written down the name of every perfume on one of those little fragrance test strips and then had been bent them that's a thing perfumers do yeah. they bend it so the liquid end doesn't actually touch the table yeah. and he was going back and forth from the table with like midget writing on it yeah and I was like wow he's being thorough I was I, I went on gut instincts yeah I went yeah, I totally was not like I said is this high quality because you know even if you don't like it you can tell if it's a good quality yes. fragrance and then I went back and was like okay once I established a quality level it was like which are the ones that are different and speaking to me and innovative and all that but he was like an engineer the yeah, way he, he was, was doing yeah he had it all set up. Tell me your general thoughts, though, on the state of indie fragrance. These are the best of the year. Did anything stand out to you or seem odd? Well, I think, you know, we saw eye to eye on this. Yeah. Well, there wasn't a lot of light, lightness in the room. And this no. wasn't because I smelled, you know, 30-something fragrances in a row. When I did hit a light scent, I was like, thank you, Jesus. And by light, you mean like an airy floral, a fresh scent, anything green. God forbid there was something citrus in the room. A fruity, maybe. Yeah. No, no. Indie fragrance is all about like wood, spice, leather, resin, benzoin. It was like, I felt like I was in a cigar bar or, you know what it felt like? I was in like a cedar closet. there was a lot of cedar. You're there right. There was a lot of cedar, a lot of sandalwood. Um, we a know lot that of sandalwood. You're right. I don't, you know, this seems like an easy grab because we were laughing about this with our friend Justin last week. Is this a little Santal 33, like, tale? I just think the tastes have shifted where people really want to smell quite woody. Jane was in hog heaven. She's been wearing wood yeah. forever. Yeah. She's been smelling like soil forever. And now it's like, it's very normal. It's almost like basic to like these kind of woody Yeah, scents. and I think that's because it's the indies and they know that the main department store type brands and the big fashion designers are going to play the fruity floral note yeah. and floral notes. So they're like, if we need to stand out, we're not really going to do those. Exactly. Um I totally agree with you, but I did discover a new brand. What did you like? I liked um, Fueguia 1833, mm. which I've been hearing about from a lot of people. It's like based on Patagonia, like a lot of the natural elements Oh, that's in your speed. I know, right? Woodsy, like forests, mountains, all that. Doing something. But they had some nice musks, and I always feel like musks are hard to do. So mm. I liked some of their stuff. I'm not saying that's what I voted for, what I gave the highest scores okay. to. Okay, okay. Um, but I was happy to see my DS and Durga favorite was a contender. Oh, that was really nice. Um, yeah, El Cosmico. Yeah, that was so. very nice. Did you have any that stood out to you that you there thought was, were nice? There was a brand that I really liked. It was called Exemplaire. Oh. And I, um, and I don't totally know if I'm saying the, the name right because we know how great I am at French. But um, it's a French brand, Exemplaire. The bottle really looks like those Chanel Exclusifs fragrances. Yeah. Um, and it was, the fragrance was O de... Oh, God. I'm, we're going to put a link on the blog, guys. <laughs> I just, you know. Give, give us an attempt. It was just, I felt like there was something soft and um, romantic about it. And I just, I really liked it. So, And that's novel in this indie world. Yeah. So um, we'll also put a link to the Fragrance Foundation. Didn't feel aggressive, yeah. Yeah. So you guys can see what ends up winning. Um, but that really is the trend going on in indie. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome for that little trend report. It was a report. lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? was it? really fun. Good times. So I have to address a topic that a lot of people have been asking me about, a lot of fans and things. 
Yes, I went ice skating with Johnny Weir. <laughs> Not a normal part of my life. No. But um, I fell a million times. He saved me. It was great. The reason was he's a spokesperson for Cool Sculpting, which is that fat dissolving device. What a gig. Meanwhile, all I wanted to do was talk about Johnny Weir and his fabulous hair and all this. And everybody's like, can we talk about Cool Sculpting? Does it really work? So I feel like we need to talk about Cool Sculpting. Cool Sculpting is something that I remember when I heard it come out, I felt like this seems too good to be true. It's true. So the reason they found out, basically you are freezing fat cells instead of heating and liquefying them. And this actually kills them. And do you know how they found out about this, by the way? How? There were little kids that would present in like emergency rooms or pediatrician's offices with dimpling in their cheeks, like a pucker, like a pocket of missing skin almost. Turns out they were all kids that um, sucked on popsicles. So if you stick like a popsicle repeatedly in the same space, you're going to kill fat cells in in your body because, you know, you can freeze and kill a fat cell. Obviously, they really honed the science before they turned this into a device. But what it does is sort of like vacuum up a little bit of your skin and then does targeted freezing coolness to that area in that pocket of fat so that it basically kills the fat cell and then your body metabolizes it. You pee it out. It goes through your liver, whatever. Um, And it can be less damaging than the heated kind because you're not going to like cause, you know, inflammation and that sort of thing. Um, have you heard of anybody that's gotten it and how it went? I actually don't know of anybody personally who's, I'm sure some people I know have gotten it, but maybe don't want to say it. Yeah. Um, I do. Yeah. What was their report? Yeah. So afterwards everybody's like, does it work? Does it work? And I was like, I didn't get cool sculpting with Johnny Weir, though that would be a fun story. That would be fun. Yeah. No. (laughs) However, I then talked to a bunch of my beauty editor friends, found one person who had it all over her body. She got every part done just to see like how it took in different areas. Uh So she did, you know, the, they call it the banana under your butt. Oh yeah. I know. Um, that, I guess it's called the saddlebag. I hate that name, which is the outer thigh, the inner thigh, the stomach, the bra fat that sort of sticks over in the back. She had it done all those places? Yeah, and what you'll notice about these places is these are pockets of fat. Like, you're not doing a full belly. Did it work? Get get, Okay, so the the part of all the parts that she had done, she said the one that stuck and the one that looked and had the best results were her upper arms. Now, I don't know that it's like that is what it's marketed towards, but basically, picture if you have your arm down straight and there's like a little bit of hangy over your I don't have to picture it. Okay, why not? Because I I have it. I know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, so anybody who has like, no matter how skinny you would get, you know, you still have that little pocket of fat, bingo arms, whatever you want to call it. it. She got really good results there. I think if you're looking for hips and stomach and the places like a lot of women yeah. put on weight, it's less, you know, diet is really Do like Do you know first. if it comes back elsewhere? No. And I don't know where that myth got started about the like, if you suck away the fat cell here, all that fat moves to another cell elsewhere. Like the fat cell's gone. Like you'll put on, you can still put on weight, but it doesn't mean it's going to go in like a pocket somewhere else and be like a lump well, of I feel fat. like it has to go somewhere else. Yeah, but it's it distributes like, throughout your body the way it normally always would. Just because you don't have that many, you know, you lost a couple hundred fat cells doesn't mean all of a sudden it's all going to distribute to like your kneecap instead. Okay, okay. I mean, we can have another doctor back on to talk about it, but like it's a weird myth, right? I think it was like the old school liposuction that maybe did that. Well, I I do know, and I don't want to get into liposuction on this because I know we're, that's like that's worth its own section, if it not its own complete interview. We got to get Doctor Frank back in, but like I know that if, let's say you get your butt liposuction, yeah, you might start getting like oh suddenly you were never top heavy. You might be top heavy now. Oh, because the fat has to go, if you get a big large area. Yeah. So liposuction is for larger areas yeah. of fat and cool sculpting. Obviously, like I it's just for said, this little bitty itty yeah. little. Like micro areas. Exactly. Or you could just like, you know, do what I'm doing. Go home, go to sleep, lay popsicles all over your body (laughs) and hope for the best. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Okay. We're going to grab one from the Fat Mascara Facebook group. By one, you mean a question? A question. Okay, let's do it. Okay. So our friend Gabby... Wanted to know, you know what, I've got I've to say hats off, Gabby. She bought an orange lipstick to try something outside of her comfort zone. And, okay. you know, for me, that's what it's all about. It's about pushing those, pushing those boundaries. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm going to be doing this spring. So just uh, watch out. Okay. She said, well, she wants to know what's the best way to pull off an orange lip. We're going to sidebar that for a second. Yeah. But she really raised an interesting question. Yeah. How do you kind of, how do you kind of push yourself 
and try out new trends because sometimes there's a few things that I have on the go, like certain things that like I've seen on the runways or seen on like other girls yeah. that I've been interested in, tr- interested to try. But like sometimes I, it takes me a minute. You know what I mean? I have to kind of like digest it. And I think this is something that we all kind of struggle with. I see this come up again and again in our, in our group and just kind of like it comes up. Yeah, uh, like all the girls at work right now are doing this like electric liquid liner just on their top lashes, and it looks so cute. And I'm not an early adopter. I'm like, I gotta feel it out, see how it looks on a couple people before I like <laughs> try it out for myself. But then you don't want to wait too long because, because then, then you're you like, look like a lameo. Yeah, like everybody's doing oh. it. Like, and then now you're like the 25th person to do uh-huh. it. And okay, you just Jan, look like no, a follower. Like a but yeah. I think what we're getting at is like, how do you get out of beauty rut? You put on the same damn makeup mm-hmm. every morning. And every now and then, like, okay, maybe I don't feel like going clothes shopping because that's not going to be fun for anyone right now. But, like, you want to change it up. So what I do know, you do? Especially with the, with, with the turn. Okay. What so do you do? Right now, it's funny you mentioned, like, the liner. I'm not doing, like, a like a liquid liner, but I am very into, like, colors and jewel tones lately. Yeah. What I've been doing is I've been mixing them, like, layering them on top, almost, like, sneaking them on top of, like, my typical like chocolate brown or like like, taupey shimmery liner yeah i've just been kind of sneaking them in like a hint and then i've been like pulling back the liner like the taupe (laughs) to just be like like ease on in like here's a day with a little purple but now we're back to taupe yeah now today a little navy but now we're back exactly and then one day bam i'm just gonna hit you with all purple okay so you ease into your beauty change yeah just yeah just kind of like like a transition yeah can i tell you actually that maybelline liner that you mentioned yeah what was the name of it the Oh, I think it was like something amethyst or um I should put it down the blog again. So I was checking because we can see who can who clicks on to mm-hmm. go through and like like that people that went like gangbusters. People really oh, liked guys. your recommendation of that. It's really nice and it's skinny, so it's like easy to wear. It's easy to just kind of sneak onto the lash. I line. think it also hits on another thing about a beauty rut. Don't blow your budget on something new you're not sure yes, you're gonna like. That's a good that's a really good So you tip. wanna try something new, you wanna try orange lipstick like Gabby or a purplish liner like Yeah, Jess. we're gonna get to you, Gabby. Like buy the drugstore version. Mm-hmm. You know, go for NYX first before you like go all in with the Christian Louboutin you know, purple eyeliner. Because you don't know if you're going to like it. I also asked Fiona Styles, who remember Fiona when she was here. She was not like I really liked her like approach because she was not a trend pusher. She was yes, like it's makeup all artist about, Fiona Styles. What does she say? Yeah, she was like not about like it's all about like black liquid lipstick for you know <laughs> spring. Uh-huh. She said, if you're really not a risk taker, really ease into it. If you just want to try something new, just wear it around the house, which is like what I love like when I have like new shoes that like I don't know if they're totally me or if like they're a little higher heel than I normally like want to wear. I just kind of like wear them around the house mm-hmm. so I can like fall by myself. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, um, maybe take a few selfies and see like if you feel comfortable and like, you know, just kind of get get a vibe or put on an outfit that you envision wearing with, like do a whole look. And see how it all feels. Or just wear it to run errands. That's what I do sometimes with like red lipstick to see like if it's too much. Yeah. I did that with Pat McGrath Vendetta. That was fierce. Remember I wore it to the airport? Yeah. And you're and like, like, well, that's all right. I'm not like, going to see anyone. Yeah, it was like 9.30 a.m. And I looked like completely like blown out. So if you want to try something new beauty, wear it to the airport. No. <laughs> totally. Kidding. No, it's like, who cares? Did you see everyone else there? You looked better than all of them because you had on a red lip. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) You know what's funny? When we said we were doing this segment, you said, what's your tip for the beauty rut? I totally misread the question because in my head I was like, okay, what about the people who want to do something different but don't know what they want to do? So that's what my tip is for. Okay, and I tip. And I was just going to say, I've switched up where I do my makeup. Like there's a muscle... Oh. Me- yeah, there's like a muscle memory thing to putting on your makeup, right? So you put it on the same way every day in the same place. And I've noticed if I move my mirror to like another room or if I'm in my bathroom, but then I move to my bedroom and do it there, just the act of being in a different physical space like makes me change up the way I do my makeup. I love that. And it's just like a little way to like refresh your look. So it's still the same products, but like I end up putting them on slightly differently. I, I don't know if that makes sense. No, I completely get yeah. that. Okay, back to Arnold. Okay. How do we help Gabby? So what I would do is I personally would just take my finger, put it on the lipstick and dab that baby on, shear it out. Yeah. And then I would wear a little like a soft brown eyeshadow with it. So it's not like all focus is on the lips. I would make it like kind of like a soft look. Okay. My idea was this. Go get an orange lip liner. Line your lips all over in the orange lip liner, then put on your regular lipstick. 
So it'll just shift it a little bit to orange, mm. but you know it'll still work for you because it's your normal color palette. Okay, okay. So Gabby, that's two options for you. Two options. I feel you like know, we just changed everybody's life with this segment. Well, you know what color combo I've been really wanting to try? What's it's that? Orange lipstick with that pur- with that purpley liner. That's now we're, that's crazy talk. You think it's crazy? I want you to put that on. I want to see it. And we were going to take a selfie and do the whole thing and send right. it to Fiona Styles and see what she said. I don't know if the invitations have started coming in for you, but we're about to enter what I like to call, what kind of underpinnings should I wear to your wedding season? That's right. We probably all have some cute new dresses for weddings and events coming up this spring. And I'll tell you what needs to go under them. Honey love. I am not about to squeeze my way through another person's wedding in uncomfortable shapewear that rolls up. I got the Honey Love Super Power Short. Full disclosure, I also wore it on New Year's Eve because I had on sequins and I wanted everything to lay smooth. And that's what Honey Love does. The Super Power Shorts have targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts without squeezing your curves, and you won't have to worry about the waist rolling down thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. The Honey Love Super Power Short also gives your butt a nice lift. The shorts have these built-in boost bands that give everything a subtle, comfortable, let's just say boost. We're not talking unbelievable plastic surgery levels of butt lifting, just a little zhuzh. And as you know, Honey Love has more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras. How many times have Jess and I talked about the bras? They also have tanks, leggings, everything you need for everyday support. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you honeylove.com slash mascara. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honey Love. Guys, I have to admit, I like a little bit of luxury, but I don't want to just buy one luxurious item. I want to buy several things. And that's where Quince comes in. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach so I can buy a couple of things. Yeah, you don't like a little bit of luxury. You like a lot of bit of luxury. Okay, it is a lot. I guess you're right, you're right. Load up your cart though at Quince. It's totally fine. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk. They partner direct with top factories so they cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings along to you and us. And me, for example, I mean, how many things have I bought from Quince? My latest acquisition is the European linen sheet set. I wanted to jump on that whole linen sheet trend. I want to just feel like Cleopatra. And they have so many great colors. It's breathable, feels luxurious, but doesn't cost luxury prices. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash fatmascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash fatmascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fatmascara. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fatmascara. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it perfect two-in-one for me. Totally. The scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's cold press cacay oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm, 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 sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code mascara10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code mascara10 for 10% off.
this. Okay. All right. All right. Challenge accepted. We are so excited to have Dr. Heidi Waldorf here. She's a dermatologist, not only a dermatologist, my dermatologist. This is the woman that sticks needles in my face. That's how much I love her. Um, you know how much I love you too? You moved, You have your private practice in Nanuit. People, I drive my ass up to Nanuit. I don't know, what is that, an hour and a half? Uh, no, well it, well, it depends. If you have a laser <laughs> radar detector like I do, when I drive out, it's about uh, 30 minutes. But, um, but I do appreciate it. Yes, I, I really drive all the way there it. for you. I appreciate it. And she was also voted, I love this this year, one of Real Self's most loved injectors. <laughs> I love being loved. That's a good title, though. You're an yes. injector. So welcome to Fat Mascara. Well, thank you guys for having me. Okay, so when I said I want you on the podcast, because I'm selfish, I wanted to talk about anti-aging and cosmetic injectables, but I know that's not all you do and not all you always did. So when you started your practice years ago, you weren't just sticking needles in people's faces. Well, when I started my practice, I hate to tell you how long ago, it was 1995, we didn't have these injectables. That's what I They mean. didn't even <laughs> exist. Yeah. And I actually was on the first... Uh, DVD that was in most doctors' offices, I think it may have been a video first, um, of advertising Botox. So back then, it was so long ago that when we made the video, we pretend injected, we didn't real inject. That's how they were doing the videos back then. So it has really evolved. And I always tell people, whatever you're doing, just keep playing to your strengths. And it what you do will evolve. I started in derm, first of all, thinking I was never going into derm because my father's a dermatologist. Oh, my second question is about your dad. Yeah. Yes. You know, it was like past the potatoes. Have I mentioned that dermatology has given us everything we have here today? Um, (laughs) You you know, good morning. You know, I am waiting for you, et cetera. So I actually went into med school thinking I was going to be the surgeon general. I really like public policy. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, I'm a very tangible person. I like, and I like instant gratification mm-hmm. and uh, results. So everything I had led me to dermatology. I'm also very visual. Yeah. And my mom, before she was a lawyer, was an artist, did multimedia art. So I'm visual. Yeah. I got that from both sides. So ultimately, derm had me no matter what. And when I found my high school yearbook, um, when I was moving a few years ago, I looked through it and started to read some of the notes that all said, see you when you're a dermatologist. Okay. So people knew. People just, if your skin is good and your dad's a derm, Mm -hmm. they assume you're going to be derm. How do you, like, I mean, obviously this is why you're, a big part of why you're successful. Like this is, this is your bread and butter, but how do you feel about it? I mean, right now there's such a funny thing that's happening in the beauty conversation. It's like, you know, it's kind of fashionable it's very politically correct but like you know embrace your aging anti-aging is you know banned in some publications it's it's a funny time I, I think that there are different ways to look at this and whenever you look at it in the extreme it's a problem for me it was a natural progression because remember dealing with the skin and doing when I was doing skin exams also Um, and looking for cancer. I spent a lot of time talking to people about what they could do to make their skin better. Mm -hmm. And whether I was seeing a teenager with acne Mm -hmm. or an adult, you know, an older person with skin cancer, a lot of that focused on sun protection. And very often the way you got those people to do better with it was focusing on how they were going to look. Scaring them by saying you're going to look like a right. old baseball Appeal glove. Right, their vanity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And even with moisturizing, you know, you'd see someone's arm and they'd say, and I'd feel itchy just looking at their <laughs> arm. And they'd say, oh, it doesn't bother me. And then I would just grab some cream of some kind, rub it on one arm and say, do you see how that arm looks 10 years younger than the other one? Yeah. Would you start moisturizing every day? <laughs> so, and if it's daytime, make it a sunblock moisturizer. Can you tell how old a woman is just by looking at her because now it's a little tricky because a lot of, not every woman, of course, but a lot of women do have some help. Like Jennifer Lopez, come on. If she just stepped off a spaceship, you'd be like, how old is she? Also, some younger girls have things and now I think they they look look older. older. It's creepy. You know, this goes back to what you were saying before about aging. 
And are we allowed to age? Are we not allowed to age? And I think the key should be looking at it like we look at hair color or anything else. What makes you feel good about you? And often it's how you look, who you're with, and what helps you walk around feeling confident. Um, for me, I am generally told that I look younger now than I did in my 30s. And I can see that because we didn't have fillers when I was <laughs> in my 30s and I was about 20 pounds lighter. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I look back and wanted, want to feed me a sandwich <laughs> from those days. And I think with women that I see, it is hard to judge. For example, I had a patient um, who I had seen for years, and I just I, I never looked at her age. She was just so sun damaged. And she came in one day, and because of some things that came up in her life, we couldn't do the treatment we were planning, and we had to sort of reassess. Mm -hmm. And I happened to open it, and I noticed she was nine months younger than I was exactly. And, you and yet she, she looked was... 20 years older. And I looked at her, I looked down, and I looked at her, and I said, do you realize that you're, nine, you, you're only nine months younger than I am? You're not only not older, and this is not the wind that you keep saying is causing your skin problems. And we took a picture of our hands next to each other. Uh, what? And, you know, it finally got her in to do some rejuvenation, mm -hmm. some Fraxel, because yeah. for her it was the skin quality. Now... I also agree with you that when people start too much too early, they can look overdone and look older. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my questions. What are some of the things that make women look older? Obviously, skin quality. If yeah. you don't have good skin quality and you have too much sun damage, you've been smoking cigarettes, so your skin is going to look bad. Is some of the skin quality genetic? Like, are you, could you be born with bad skin quality? I, I worked with someone I remember because, you know, I work in beauty. My desk has all these lotions and potions on it. She didn't believe that any of this stuff mattered. She goes, you're born with good skin or you're not. End of story. We'd I, always get into, like, sometimes I get really angry. Like, some, <laughs> we got to some, like, I just had to learn to drop it because she wasn't going to... She had her mind made up, and I was like, yeah, obviously, like, everyone's dealt a hand of cards. Like, your metabolism is your metabolism, but that doesn't mean, like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't have a fast metabolism. I'm just going to, like, order, like, you know, KFC tonight. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the perfect analogy, the absolute perfect analogy. Because, for example, when people tell me, well, your skin, you were born that way. Yes, I was born this way, but if I had been using a reflector and baby oil mm -hmm. right, right, instead right. of doing my wild child years as SPF 8 when the top was 15. I mean, I thought I was a rebel when I did that because my dad was a derm. Uh -huh. Oh. So if Do I you think the kids of derms look like better than everybody well, else? Well, it depends if they were, you know, I'm I'm a a Jewish eldest daughter, granddaughter, Capricorn, the whole shebang. <laughs> so, of course, I followed rules. Yeah. There is environment and there is um, genetics. And so just like there will be someone who smokes their whole life and never gets lung cancer, and there's someone else who has never smoked, has never lived with a smoker, and they die of lung cancer. Mm -hmm. We all have DNA that has a different ability to repair itself. Mm -hmm. There's a spectrum. So you can have somebody who's tan all the time and never gets a skin cancer and is, you know, preternaturally youthful. Mm -hmm. But that's not the average. So what are some other things? I took you off, off course. You were saying like some things that would make someone look, um, some things that can make a woman look older. So the sun damage. Sun damage is not is the, smoke, the big one. Smoking. smoking like like things, the bad yo -yo, quality skin. Bad quality skin. Yo-yo dieting is a biggie because your skin can't keep up. The elasticity just can't keep mm -hmm. up. So people who go, you know, 10, 20, 30 pounds up and down, and some do. Yeah. That, they're that affects they're going to sag you more. You also said to me, I remember one time I came in and she's like, oh, do you sleep on your left side? And I was like, yes, why? And you told me because sleeping on your side... Yeah. Like we're she could tell where my wrinkles were from how I slept. Isn't how that do you crazy? even know what side you sleep on? I don't know. I always wake up facing the table. I don't know. Really? And okay. for yeah. some of us, it is a big thing. Now, ideally, we'd all sleep on our backs. I can tell you, I can't do it. And I think the stress of not sleeping would be worse than the, <laughs> th 
the you know the thinness of one side of my face versus the other. But I use a pillowcase that's one of those you know the copper fiber materials so that it's rejuvenative or at least cuts down on some of the sleep lines. And one of a you know a chopped up foam pillow so at least it's not fighting my face. You like the do down you don't think that's BS? I wake up with fewer sleep lines. I can't oh. tell you that it's going to change the pressure aspect. Yeah. But I wake up with fewer of those sleep I've lines. I've just started waking up with those. I never knew what women were talking about. What is about. a chopped up foam pillow? You know, <laughs> the, 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 you know like the foam Tempur-Pedic type pillows. Oh. I find those so heavy and I can't fluff them. So they make the ones that are sort of the chopped up material, so it feels oh, more downy. I had downy. it at a hotel recently. Yeah. I don't even, like, I've never seen this. It's yeah. like cotton balls inside, but firmer okay. than cotton balls. Yeah. The Tempur-Pedics are quite hot. They, yeah, they, that's they, why they the new sweat. ones aren't, the new ones have okay. ventilation. And then there are also um, other pillows. There are pillow shapes so that your face is not pressed in. I get oh, scent pillows. Oh, Jamie just came out with one of those and it looks like really? it looks like a weird sex toy blown up and stuffed with stuff like yes there's and it has one that looks that. like a um almost like a sideways x but yes, a little bendy of course then there's another nurse sorry. no no I, I knew exactly what you're talking about because <laughs> of your description but then there's also there are these nurses up in canada who have their envy pillow and the way mm -hmm. they do theirs is it's almost hollowed out in the middle. So your cheek isn't really pressing right. on There's something anything. called My Magic Pillow that's always advertised on television. You mm. see that? It's, it's like, it's like a, as seen on TV. It's like an my older pillow. man. Yes, that's My Pillow. Oh, My, now, my I Pillow. Love yeah, my, my Pillow. My, I am a My Pillow devotee. I get oh, no money. Hello, My oh. Pillow. Send me My Pillow. <laughs> I was going to order it, but I was like, am I crazy? I'm no, so No, I love that pillow. Okay, I'm ordering it tonight. But I also love, even better, they make, they are travel pillows. And so it's a tiny little pillow you can roll up. And I, oh. so for the airplane. And then also in our office, I found on our exam tables, the pillows that came with the exam tables were, too, were you know, they're hard. Yeah. And then some other pillows were too fluffy. And these were, as they say in the three bears, just right. Ah. So they're the my perfect. pillow is the on my pillow. And it's washable. So it, we put it under other things, but that's our little baby travel my pillow we have throughout my office. They're made in the USA, and I, they're made in the USA. Yeah, I know they're refundable. I know what to get you now for your birthday, for my, for my wedding gift. <laughs> Perfect. Both you and Jeff are getting my pillows. <laughs> my pillows. How do we put them I on think the register? To work on the name. This no, is, it's perfect. We remember though because I feel like yeah. a lot of women are like, is that BS or no? Yeah, I don't it know. really depends how you sleep. And I also, I after certain procedures. I do like the patients to, to sleep on their back. So yeah. if they, like silhouette, the suture lift. So they're more comfortable also if they sleep on their back. They swell less. So there are those little donut pillows that you can fold like a U so that it, it cradles your head. And you won't be able to And you're not around. rolling over as much. But again... I'm one of those people who says my patients have enough stress. Yeah, if it's going to stress I'm not going to yeah. add more stress by telling them how to sleep mm. or how to eat. Yeah. I'll deal with their sunscreen and not smoking so, and having procedures. Well, so you're not going to give us any advice on like what to eat or anything? Like I'm sorry. You're not one of those people that's like, oh, eat berries for good skin? Um, I think... I'm going to sound very old-fashioned. That's fine. I think eat a colorful rainbow diet so that you have, it's like your mother used to say, you know, you have your greens, you have your oranges, you have all of that stuff, and then guess what? You're going to get the antioxidants. The problem I have with so many of these diets is the extremeness of it. So, for example, if you are doing a supersize me type diet, mm -hmm. you know, where your, your liver functions – are going horribly high and you even smell disgusting mm -hmm. like the guy did who was eating yeah. McDonald's all the time. Yes, you change your diet in any way, your skin is going to be better. But for the person who's eating generally healthy, I don't see a benefit to suddenly switching to eat salmon every day. Also because we know that there isn't enough wild salmon on the planet <laughs> Shots to fired. allow you Shots to do fired. that. So then you're going to have a problem with mercury. Yeah. So I do agree with eating fish. Yeah. I do agree with eating berries. I do. I eat fiber cereal in the morning mm. with my blueberries because quite honestly, I just really like it. Me and too. I put dark chocolate chips in my cereal because nice. I like that That's too. That's our kind of woman. Yeah. I live. Hey, you gotta live. Heidi knows how to live. I'm telling you, baby. And you know, <laughs> it's the key is um, what is going to make you feel better. For some people, 
clearly control of their diet gives them a sense of control and makes them feel better. And it gives them a sense of feeling better. For me, the minute I think about my diet, I overeat and I go crazy because I just, I don't, I have to eat what my body tells me. Now I'm very lucky that works for me. And I have no diabetes in my family. I have, um, uh, you know, no high cholesterol and all of that. But I, and my weight has always been fine. Yeah. So I think though, you have to know yourself. It's just like with skincare regimens. The joke is that some of my, you know, dear Derm Diva besties um, and I speak together and we'll be up on a podium about the, in the classic, what's in your medicine cabinet lectures. Yes. And they will have, you know, 12 steps programs and, and which they really do because I've shared rooms with some of these girls and they really do. They take them with them. Mm -hmm. They're 12 steps. And then I get up and say, I don't wash my face at night. And people are shocked. I mean, you are a dermatologist. I am, but you know what the thing is? I'm not recommending that for everyone. I have no acne. Yeah. I wear minimal, if any, makeup, and I have dark pillowcases to, <laughs> you know, so the mascara doesn't show. But you wash it in the morning? I wash my face in the morning in the shower. Now, if I'm showering at night, I've washed my face in the shower. Okay. But I'm, and if I've worn more makeup, if I've been at, uh, you know, on TV or a photo shoot or at an event, then I take out, you know, the pre-moistened towelettes. Oh, you do a wipe. And I do a wipe thing. What um, wipes do you like? I like any of the sensitive skin ones mm. I li- that are moist enough. So the ones I personally like, Simple makes a great one, um, Neutrogena, Alme, Garnier. For some reason, I really like that Garnier one in the green oh. because they're moist enough and they don't sting my I eyes. I a dry wipe. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. And or if, like, the seal doesn't seal, so they all yes. dry out real quickly. They feel like here's, it's, like, my, here's my uh, hint from Heidi. Always put them in a Ziploc. Instead oh. of what it comes no, in. No, leave them in what it comes in and then put Go- that in goody, a Ziploc. Goody, goody, goody. Plus, <laughs> it's great for traveling because I travel so much. Yeah. Since, as you know, I'm, you know, bouncing all over the place um, lecturing, which I love to do. And I think it gives me better ideas, so to speak, when I come back for my patients, but I like to have carry-on. Yeah. So the wipes are great either when you're on an overnight flight to clean your face in mm-hmm. the morning, um, and they're also good just to travel, and if I know I might be having eye makeup that's a little more, I'll throw into the same baggie a few of like the Alme uh, makeup remover, eye makeup remover pad discs, yeah. mm-hmm. and that helps. You know, as you're talking, I'm like looking at your face like she's right, that my eyes travel downwards because you're wearing a V-neck. I have never seen a blonde woman with a less speckled chest. You don't have one spot on your chest. I have no one spot. I have no spot what anywhere. Did you, what did you do? Sunscreen. And when really? we were and in look the at 70s. Look at I know. Yeah. Sorry to be looking no, at you. No, no. Feel free. It was and like I got, shocking wait, to me. I have, you, you can see when they gave me my little tattoo for breast cancer, they're like, oh, no one ever sees that. I said, trust me, they'll on see you that. On you it'll show because wow. you have no yeah. other spots. But then I was going to zap it's it with a cool. laser, but wow. I figured, yeah, I'll keep it. But wow. it's I don't have a spot because people when they would come in and show me their skin or I would do his skin exam and I'd say, would you look at your boobs versus the rest of your skin? And they go, well, that's the way it is. I said, look, we're not like dogs where we have like a white underbelly. This is, <laughs> this is from sun and no sun. Yeah. And wow. that's yeah. the way it is. And growing up before we had all the cool, like J crew even makes, you know, and J crew and UPF every surfer, all this UPF yeah. clothing and, and the, and the rash guards, the surfer like rash guards, um, when my family was in Florida, you know, every, uh, you know, uh, winter, midwinter break visiting grandma and grandpa, uh, going swimming was more like drowning because we wore <laughs> heavy cotton t-shirts because they couldn't be lightweight cotton t-shirts because the sun would get through when they're... Oh my God, your dad was crazy. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but also I was lucky because then mom brushed my hair back so I wouldn't have a part because if you've ever had that yeah, sunburn yeah. in the part... Oh, it's another good nasty. Yeah. Do a ponytail that's like brushed back instead exactly. of a Exactly. And full of ideas. I am so many ideas. And so <laughs> I've had a handful of sunburns. 
And I do remember being with friends at the beach going, did I get any? Did I get any? You know, with the tan. But mine was so relative. And when I would come back um, from, you know, my four days I'd have off between um, reading period when they would always extend our exams, like the, the science exams would be on the last day. And second semester in college, um, these were the days of People Express where you could go from Boston down to Florida for 20 bucks. Oh, my gosh. Um, before the, they went bust. It was amazing. <laughs> um, so you'd, I'd come back, and I used to use something called India Earth. Now, you guys are probably way too oh, young. No, um, Do you remember India? Christopher Buckle talked about that. India Earth. That's what I had, and it was basically clay. Yeah. It was ground-up clay in a little pot, and that's what you used oh, as to a look bronzer. Bronze. I'm pretty sure it was a, Christopher. Maybe it was... Uh, I'm, Christopher, sorry if it wasn't you, but somebody... It was like a terracotta yeah, kind of... Yeah, it was somebody. completely terracotta, and it was yeah. a total mess. And remember, these were the days... How'd that look with your fair skin? Um, you know, people would always say, if, oh, you look so great. The blue eyes look great with that. The one thing my then roommate would always be on the lookout for, because this was the... Um, this was the early 80s. I graduated from college in 86. Yeah. So this was preppy time. I was wearing, you know, um, tur- white turtlenecks that had little things oh, on dear. them. Oh. So the edge, you, did, you kept having to refold oh, it because that would get Just some get the, get the clay on down. it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it was a look. But I, I so <laughs> It was a look. I, yeah. That's, I, what I, that's what moms say when it's not good. They're like, right. it's a look. <laughs> so I gave, so I finally realized I was going to give up on this whole concept of trying to look tan. Yeah. Um, it also freaked me out because I would get color and then I'd look and first I'd think looking in the mirror, oh my God, my face has a little swelling. It's that I probably ruined my skin forever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, you, you know, like you so see so enough obsessed. covers of cutest magazine lying around your home with disgusting pictures and you realize that that's, you don't, you don't want to go want there. Do we hear a lot of time from our listeners, um, with neurotoxins, cosmetic neurotoxins with filler, they're afraid to do them at all because if they can't afford to keep doing them or they stop doing them, they think they're going to look even older See, when they're in done. In fact, is that the truth? The studies don't play that out. And I can tell even you even in seeing like my patients. a toxin to like atrophy a muscle, will because it just wither away? No, because first of all, think about your arm. Yeah. Okay, you break your arm. You're in a cast. Mm-hmm. The cast comes off. It's skinny, skinny, and yes. hairy, hairy. That's what but happened But now to me. the cast Ugh. is off. Yeah. Guess what? Does your arm go back? Yes. You work yeah. out enough, yeah. the arm goes yeah. back. That's very so true. the muscles come back. The other thing, though, I will say is with the fillers, um, we know in different by different mechanisms, um, hyaluronic acids, calcium hydroxylapatate, um, polyalactic acid, those categories stimulate collagen in different ways. So even if you use them and then you stop, you are not going to stretch out your skin. Your skin is going to be better, not worse. I actually did a Mythbusters on that because people ask me all the time, if I stop, will my skin have stretched out or what will I do? Mm -hmm. And I have seen many patients who I saw did treatment and then they moved away, they didn't have treatment, or they had something in the family or mm-hmm. in work that they just could not get in for three years. It happens. I mean, I know from mm-hmm. my own life, I had two years where I sort of fell off the planet with the whole cancer thing. Mm-hmm. And so they come back and they look better than they would have. They right. still, they all, even though they're several years older, yeah. they, depending on what they did before, they look better for having had something done, mm-hmm. they still look better than their before picture. It had some like long-term effects. Right. Okay. Some benefit. Okay. So I, I, again, I think you have to know what you're doing. I don't put anything permanent into the face. Okay. Right. One of the joys to me of things that dissolve is that we're not permanent. Yeah. Right. And this right. way, as I tell my patients, I can follow their faces. So... I look at their face and it's, what do they need today? Right, Where right. is it that we need? What are we doing? And, um, you know, in a sense, it's why I like my trainer. Same thing. It's not like we have leg day and arm day and leg day <laughs> right. and arm day. Right. It's like, well, what are you feeling, you know, today? Yeah. And let's see how we're balancing. Oh, you were traveling. Your shoulders are bad. Okay, let's do stretching mm-hmm. there and work on the lower. Something like that. Yeah. So it, I think we can follow and see as our aging process goes along. I would, however, say... It's one of the reasons I don't use um, 
you know, the uh, threads that don't dissolve, the barbed oh, threads. Oh, freaky. And also, while I think implants are great, if you're going to have an actual implant put in, make sure you know the plastic surgeon or facial plastic surgeon very well and you've really talked about it because um, the permanent implants you know, that's a, a done deal. Story. And if you don't know if you want them, maybe try it out with filler first. Mm. Um, also, if you've had an implant, tell your dermatologist because we cannot inject around that. Oh, God, Good that sounds know. like a disaster. Um, so you are known for having the best skin in the derm field. What are you actually using? Sunscreen. Um, I knew you were going to say that. Give us more. Yeah, that, okay. that's no, a little snoozy. You, um, Come on. It may be snoozy, but I have um, I have an armamentarium of sunscreen. I have sunscreen for different occasions. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so I have right now on a daily basis, I, I'm using the Isden Photone Actinica, which has the, uh, it's the one from Spain. It has- Our intern's like furiously writing yeah. down letters. I like it because it's silky. It's oh, a shake lotion. It's Spanish, yes. Um, and it has this DNA repair enzyme in it, which in their studies- you Using the European model, the, their European version of the sunscreen, they had um, people had reduced uh, development of actinic keratosis. Well, now, those are pre precancerous okay. lesions. So I I'll can't tell you Dr. how. <laughs> thank you. I can't tell you how that translates into anti aging, but I can tell you that it feels good. I like it. It's easy to put on, and my it, my skin feels good. Patients like it too. I've also used the Elta MD UV Clear because that's an easy one. And yeah. prior to that, I've also used Eucerin and um, a number of them. And I I like having something that has some zinc in it as well as the chemicals. The um, uh, the whole concept is though that zinc doesn't have to look white anymore. Now, obviously, on me, it's not going to, but I also tell people, you know, you, I know at this point it's second nature to me when I put on sunscreen and it has zinc in it, I'm not rubbing anything in in circles. I mean, this whole thing that you have to use your pinky for something and your forefinger for another and your thumb for another is silly. I use my hands and I just rub in a straight line because yeah. then it's not like sand in a beach that's getting uh, lopped up together in little balls. So if you have a zinkish sunscreen, you want people to smooth it on evenly. Yeah, and then you can Not just rub keep... Not in circles, because yeah, they're making little spreading pockets it. of zinc. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And then I... And I moisturize. I'm dry. So until... Um, I would say until menopause, I mostly use Vaseline as a moisturizer when I needed something dry. But then with menopause, I was sweating, and Vaseline is not good mixed with sweat. Just plain old jar of Vaseline. Oh, Vas I am the queen of Vaseline. Oh, you know, wow. in um, you know, in my big fat Greek wedding, how yeah, the guy said about the, the Windex. Windex um, for me, it's Vaseline. That's so funny. When in doubt, you will never go wrong putting Vaseline on something. But I heard Aquaphor is like more breathable than Vaseline. Mm, but Aqua, I I'm fine with Aquaphor. But Aquaphor has lanolin in it, and there are people, oh, people who are can't allergic. have lan lanolin. Mm. White petrolatum is completely bland. Now, the first time I was ever interviewed by a magazine and mentioned Vaseline um, back in the 90s, they forwarded a letter from someone from California to me saying that I was part of the industrial chemical complex okay. and, okay. you know, this whole thing okay. because petroleum and all that. And it's nothing to do with petroleum. So... I have nothing to do with the oil companies, but um, I like white petrolatum, which is very bland. Now, I like things that are more cosmetically elegant. Yeah, because you so, can do that. Yeah, I mean, you guys know, I mean, I, I love, for me, what works great for my skin, the Caudalie Premier, Re, the Premier Crew Creme Riche. Why do Ooh, I love it? Good moisturizer. The aroma you feels really great. You really moved on up from Vaseline, didn't you? I know, but you know what? What do you now wash I with like, when you do wash? Well, okay. So, first of all, just to say with moisturizers, I can play around, but I don't use... The only things I will say that I go back to again and again are sunscreen, and I have, as I said, different sunscreens for different days and times and brushes and waxes and all of this, and then my, um, uh, and then my moisturizer, um, and those I always have to have with me because I might put the moisturizer over or under the sunscreen. If I need it at night, I'll use it. Washing, um, I, again, keep going back to Neostrata, which Neostrata is the company that uh, this guy Van Scott developed. It was the first company with appropriately um, balanced uh, and pH balanced um, uh, alpha hydroxy acids. And in their newer skin active line, they have a gentle foaming wash. Mm -hmm. And I had never used a foam, mm -hmm. but this one has gentle surfactants, and it's a gentle exfoliant. It's not scrubby. It has alpha hydroxy, and my doesn't burn my eyes, and my face feels good. And I use it in the shower, very easy. And the 
you know, I guess I also am a little crazy. I like the fact, as a side bonus for me, that my dad trained with Van Scott. Aww. So, which is kind of, yeah, it's an awe moment. Wait, before we let you go, you're discerning. You told us your skincare. Any favorite makeup products? We always ask people when they leave. Yes. Well, I will. T- I am a Tom Ford girl. And oh. it is because... Hmm. Um, He's a genius, and the colors work for me. Listen, he didn't develop the Mestre Lauder. I know he didn't. I know. So what I'm saying is the colors work for me. The colors are good. So I think... What's on your eyes right now? On my eyes is Sphinx. It's which beautiful. I love. Jess, that would look good on it's you. I, I was eyeing that the moment you came in. And I get so many compliments, and what I love about it is it's a cream in a little, in a little pot that I don't need anything but like my finger to put it on. You There's just push no, that on with the finger? Just with the finger and no particular finger. Any w- which one will work. <laughs> um, so, and I love it's one step and mm-hmm. it can make me feel finished. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a friend I got it for who is my coloring, but her skin is very different. She's oily and she loves it too and says that unlike other creams, it doesn't crease. Oh. So I love that. I, you know, mascara is always a thing. And the one thing I don't buy expensive at all is uh, mascara because you're supposed to be throwing that out. So yeah. I and I'm some people are Maybelline girls. I'm a L'Oreal girl. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, their formulations work for me, and I do that. And then I use either Latisse. I alternate uh, bet- for my eyebrows and eyelashes between Latisse and um, now using the proactive, not proactive, Rodan and Fields version. Oh. Because it has a similar um, ingredient. Okay, mm. but they are useful. You know what? Keep it. It's the old K I S S. Keep it simple, stupid, and um, that's. This is why I'm self maintenance. Good tips. Okay. Keep it simple. A new idea. <laughs> thank you so much for coming to be on oh, Fat Mascara. Thank you guys. I hope in this rambling that some so useful information ideas. came out. We got lots of ideas. Ideas are good. Thank you. Okay. Do you know what it's time for? It's time to raise a wand. Let's do it. Okay. Me. You go. Okay. So. I'm using a new cleanser, and I used to be all about the foam, but I know the foam can be drying. Yeah, yeah. So I tried Beauty Pie Japan Fusion Cleanser. Okay. It's like a serum or a balm. I can't even describe it. You put it on, and you feel like you're rubbing in a fancy, expensive serum, and then a little water gets involved, and we have an emulsify thing happen, and it just sort of like melts everything away, and you're just beautiful afterwards. I feel like the Japan Fusion thing is like her version of K-Beauty. I don't know. I don't know why it's called Japan Fusion. I don't know if the Japanese would like that. I don't know, but it's called Beauty Pie Japan Fusion Pure Transforming Cleanser. And like if you have reactive skin, redness, rosacea, I have all that stuff, dryness, end of winter, it's just like it's like washing your face in moisturizer. Does that make sense? Yeah, that sounds lovely. That sounds really nice. What else is lovely? It's $6.41. And? If you're a Beauty Pie member. Does it take off your makeup? You said oh, it's everything. Okay. So it melt it's a very good melty. Like there must be oils in it, so you don't need the makeup remover and then the cleanser. Does it come with a pump? Is it you put no, it's pump a squeezy it? tube? It's a I know you love tube. a pump, but it's very thick, so I think okay. that's why it's in a tube, not a pump. Okay. But I endorse. I also am going um budget friendly today. Because I know that the past couple of ones have been um pretty pretty pricey. So guys, I'm I'm conscious of that. Keep it real. Ready? Garnier Fructis One Minute Hair Masks. Have you seen these little are chubby they the guys? Little, little pod ones or the not the pods, ones. but the pods are just minis of the guys that um, come in these little baby tubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. these little tubs are under three dollars. You can get them anywhere, like Target, like you know, depending on how you know fancy your grocery store is, you can get them there. I have really like thick hair, so I went through. Um, like three uses for one tub. Like I, I really like I've la- like put this stuff on like in heavy doses. Yeah. But I used the color one this yeah. week, and I know that it has added shine and vibrancy to my hair. What did I say? You don't even remember. I saw you at an event on Friday, and what did I say? You said my hair looked shiny or something. I said, did you get a gloss? Remember, oh, you I did. thought you got a color gloss. Yes. Yeah, so was I, this what it was? I washed my hair on on Thursday night. So yes, you didn't put that together. No, I didn't. That's so funny. And it's because of this product. So which yes. variety is it? Well, to be fair, I, oh, yes, I, I I also used the Lush Hair Custard, too, that day, too. Oh. So we cannot isolate which Double one Double variable. Oh, Double no. variable. But this is a great product, and it smells good. It feels very creamy. And very inexpensive. Very inexpensive, and um, all kinds of, like, you know, for people that are concerned about things like parabens and silicones, and they don't want all that jazz in their products, it doesn't have any of that. Just the good stuff. Just the good stuff. 
Thank you so much for listening. We're growing because of people like you telling your friends and fam and all that. But if you really want to help us out, which would be amazing, please go over to iTunes and write us a little review or just throw us some stars. Five, please. That would be incredible. And if you want to know where to find any of the people or places or things we talked about, go to FatMascara.com and check out our blog. You can follow us on all the social channels at FatMascara or email us at info at FatMascara.com. We'll even read your letters on the air. So profesh. So profesh. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAS10. That's S O. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.